Hello, Earth Angels, and welcome back to the Sacred Jellyfish Podcast. Today, I would love to just take a few breaths before we jump into this podcast episode to feel any sensations within the body that are wanting to be acknowledged in the current present moment and thanking them for showing you different aspects of yourself that maybe you weren't consciously aware of yet. And breathing into those emotions and those sensations and gifting them, again, presence and love and acknowledgement. And I acknowledge you in this moment. Thank you for being alive. Thank you for taking some mindful breaths. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being such a beautiful part of existence. (sighs) So as we settle into this podcast episode... I really want to dive into how beautiful journaling is and I find that writing is such an art form and whether you're writing just a short sentence of how your day went or whether you're writing a whole journal entry about the life that you desire to live, writing is such an art form and it's a way of self-expression and it's how stories are formed and created and shared amongst friends and lovers. And I find myself craving to write love letters to people who I haven't even met yet. And just sharing pivotal times in my present existence and reading them later is such a time-traveling experience. And I've I've been journaling religiously for the past five years, and it's shifted so much within me. It's connected me deeper to myself. Writing is kind of like a meditative process because I will write, and then my mind will begin to start unlocking specific subconscious beliefs that I didn't even know were there. I didn't even know existed. I didn't even know that they could be there. And as I read back through these beautiful, powerful journal entries, I know myself deeper, I connect deeper with myself, and I love myself deeper. And writing, like I was saying, is such a time capsule. And I noticed that almost all my friends and all the people that I connect with are poets. And I think it's because I attract very deep feelers. And every poet that I've known is a deep feeler. They are an observer. They will stand in the room in silence and they will acknowledge every single person there. And they will acknowledge them with almost non-judgmental eyes. And they'll acknowledge the parts and people that go unacknowledged so often and poets they are very slow movers too i notice at least for the poets that i've come across they move through time and they move through life in a dance and they'll flow and kind of dance with the wind almost their self-expression is like a spiral in time And it's so beautiful watching a poet, another poet, 
just express themselves in such a beautiful, pivotal way. All the people that I've known who have written poetry, none of them do it the same. They all have a unique spark that shows their aspect and their perception of life because nobody's perception of the world is the same either. So that's why poetry is so unique and such a unique art form. Like any different art form, it's unique to that person because no one else's life is exactly the same. No one else's puzzle piece to the grand puzzle is going to be exactly the same shape and size and texture. And so I sit here just emotionally in awe of everything unraveling in front of me. And I notice that I am the most authentically spoken when I'm by myself. And I'm sitting in silence and I'm journaling. And that's when I'm able to express my thoughts so purely and rawly. And I notice, at least for me, when I'm with other people, I hold myself at a specific way to fit into their perception of me and what I assume that they want of me. And it's a lesson that I'm slowly working through, a mountain that I'm slowly climbing to better understand and I do feel like I have people-pleasing tendencies which makes it very hard. I feel like my nervous system is just always on very observant of everyone. Like I want to know what they want of me so I can give them exactly what they need and so it's very, it can be very draining and so I find alone time to be a very beautiful experience where I can just dive into who I am and just sit with myself because when I'm by myself I can kind of let go of everyone's perceptions. I can let go of the form that I'm needing to partake. I can just be, I can melt into my bed, I can melt into the chair that I'm sitting in, I can melt into the grass and I can just be And I notice a lot of the time, since I do take on the perceptions of others, a lot of my thoughts aren't mine, like anyone else's. They aren't. They simply are just a cluttered map of things. And in my head, when I think of situations or thoughts going through, I kind of notice it as like a conveyor belt. That's what I see it as. I see the situation. I see the thoughts. I see the words very vivid in my head and they're kind of going on a conveyor belt and eventually they'll pass through eventually they'll dissipate into time again and they'll just vanish and they'll go away but I really have to pay attention to what I observe and observing my thoughts because they are not mine oftentimes they are something I took on from another person a thought form a pattern and now it is flushing through my head And I have to realize also that the future does not exist yet. That's one thing that I'm constantly working through is taking a deep breath and remembering that the future does not exist. Nothing outside of this moment exists yet. So I simply must just sit in this moment and pay attention to this moment. And I have a tendency to dissociate a lot. So really tapping into the present moment can be sometimes challenging. But I also realize that I have to feel it in my body first. Dissociation is kind of when I detach from my body and I need to call back that energy. I have to grab that version of myself who's drifting off and I need to just feel it again in my body and take a second to 
dance and move within the present moment, I think that really helps me connect deeper to myself and just finding time to be here now. I move my body, I shake my arms, maybe I sing a song, maybe I dance a little bit, jump up and down, and I just, again, then I sit back and I feel what the buzzing sensations in my body feel like. I I feel the chi moving around, and I just sit with it, and I smile with it, and I love it, and when I'm tuning into my breath especially, my thoughts aren't there. I don't see the words. I don't hear those voices anymore. I just feel how my inhale just fills every crevice of my body. And as I exhale, I feel as my back kind of slouches again and I kind of shrink. And then I inhale and my body grows and expands and takes up space. And then I exhale and everything's just released. And I feel everything from the bottom move up and up and up and out. And that's kind of how I try to ground myself after a day of being around people and I tend to overthink every interaction I have that I really care about. I really care about every relationship that's in my life. I try to make it so that things are calm. At least for me, that's what I try to do with every relationship. I try to make sure that there aren't really a lot of conflicts and I try to just be with every relationship which can be hard because I feel like I'm not a non I'm a non-confrontational person non-confrontational person and I don't like drama I hate drama with every fiber of my soul I don't like to have a lot of conflicts and be angry and so after having days of interacting I kind of sort through my day and I pick out which of the interactions I had and which of the relationships are a little bit icky to my body and within that I obviously I tend to overthink everything I said how could I have made that better how could I have made that person like me better how could I have um done something different so it didn't end up x y and z and you also have to realize what my therapist told me a while ago is she said you're not gonna be everyone's cup of tea and that's the raw realistic truth of life you're not going to be everyone's favorite person you're not going to be everyone's favorite ice cream flavor that they choose over and over again and that's what's kind of beautiful about life is you can you won't stay the same you'll continuously grow and you'll morph and you'll evolve into a new version of a person and within that you won't have the same friends You won't hang out with the same people every day that you once did to fit that past version of yourself. If you want to become a traveler and a photographer and a healer that goes to the jungle and does beautiful transformations, for example, the people you're hanging out with in the city in your day-to-day life aren't going to be the same people who go on that trip with you, for example, in some cases at least. And you're going to have new friends that are going to support that new version of yourself, So it's important that you don't hold on too tightly to the idea that that person has to like me, that person, I want them to like me, I want them to like me as a person, I want them to respect who I am, I want to get along with them, I don't want them to be angry with me. And all those thoughts come up often, at least for me, and I have to remember that 
what people perceive about me is not a reflection of me. It's a reflection of them. And if someone really truly does have a confrontation with me and we've done like very, we've done some communication and it just seems like that situation doesn't stick, we don't get along and that's okay. You have to again realize like it's okay that we don't get along. It's okay that me and that person aren't best friends. It's okay that maybe that person likes someone else better and that other person is better compatible with the perception that they perceive of themselves at that time. And it took me a long time to actually feel comfortable with this idea because I know growing up, I wanted to be friends with everyone. And when I wasn't friends with everyone, I felt like my self-worth and my self-confidence plummeted because I was like, what's wrong with me then? If they don't want to be friends with me, there has to be something wrong with me. And that's simply not the truth. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with your existence. You are a beautiful sculpted masterpiece of an aspect of the universe. And everything about you is just rawly beautiful, purely beautiful, just magical. And it's easy for me to tell other people that and that it's a little bit harder to look in the mirror and actually tell yourself that I am an art form. I'm an art piece. I'm such a vibrant, magical person. Everything about me is rawly beautiful. And it can be challenging on certain days you wake up and you you might feel a certain way about yourself. You might feel a certain way about how you presented or showed up that day. And you might feel a little sad about it or less confident about it or even angry about it. And just remembering to not push those emotions away away don't just shove them out of the way and be like those aren't true because emotions and triggers that arise have something to show you and to kind of acknowledge them with love and just be like you know what that false belief that's coming up in my mind it's not mine to take on but I also acknowledge that it's there and I acknowledge what it has to teach me in this moment and just kind of giving it a little energy hug and away it goes So kind of like what I was saying about the analogy of thoughts on a conveyor belt in your head, sometimes the conveyor belt can be a little slow some days where a thought in your head tends to linger longer than usual. And that's okay. Because the thing is, everything is temporary. So even if the conveyor belt one day is running a little bit slower than usual, it's okay. And on days when the conveyor belt is running at high speed, and all these different ideas are coming in, but they you're not attached to any of them. That's also awesome. That's beautiful. And remembering, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you already know this, that healing is not linear. So you're going to have days when healing is so easy peasy. You wake up in the morning, you do your practice, you have a good day, you interact with people, you feel so good about where your life is going. And then the next day you might wake up and you might feel like some subconscious limiting beliefs are coming up. And again, that's all part of the journey. Nothing is bad. Nothing is good. Everything is simply an experience. And so you just have to remember to, again, sit back, tune back into the body. Realize you are just a human in this life. You're a human in this life. Temporarily here, temporarily filling this vessel, being human, walking day to day, interacting, loving deeply, Feeling all these intense emotions, realize and remember that being a deep feeler is a superpower. It is a magical thing to 
be in this life, I would rather be a deep feeler than someone who doesn't feel at all. Because where's the sparkle in life? And I tend to acknowledge, like, I might be crying and feeling so deeply about this sad emotion, for example. But I can also feel so much excitement for that other situation. So just being a deep feeler is a very magical experience. Because you can feel all types of different emotions that some people won't be able to to feel in this life. But um, wrapping up this podcast episode, I just want to say, again, I'm so thankful for you here. I am thankful for you operating and doing your best and loving deeply and writing poetry and journaling and even if you don't do any of that I'm very grateful for the art form that you partake in at this time and that I'm thankful for the person you are embodying at this time and the person you're evolving into the person you're letting go of thank you thank you thank you signing off goodbye